0: Cardiovascular drugs, antiarrhythmic drugs, antiarrhythmic drugs are medications that change the electrical properties of cardiac tissue and by doing so, change the way the heart's electrical signals spread across the heart. Since the tachycardia arrhythmias that cause rapid heart rate are usually related to abnormalities in the electrical signal, drugs that alter the heart's electrical signal can often improve these arrhythmias. Antiarrhythmic drugs are often effective, or at least partially effective, in treating most varieties of tachycardias. Unfortunately, the antiarrhythmic drugs as a group tend to cause a fair amount of toxicity of one kind or another, and as a consequence, they can be difficult to take. Each antiarrhythmic drug has its own unique toxicity profile, and before prescribing any of these drugs, it is vital that your healthcare provider fully explain the possible problems that may occur with the selected drug. However, there is one unfortunate problem that is common to virtually all arith- ar- antiarrhythmic drugs. Sometimes these drugs make the arrhythmia worse instead of better. The feature of antiarrhythmic drugs called proarrhythmia turns out to be an inherent property of drugs that change the, heart- the electrical signal of the heart. Simply put, when you put- do anything to change the way the electrical z- signal spreads across the heart, it is possible that that change will make the tachycardia better or worse. Commonly used antiarrhythmic drugs includes uh, includes amiodarone, sotalol, propofenone, and drondarone. Amiodarone is by far the most effective antiarrhythmic drug and is less likely to cause proarrhythmia than other drugs. Unfortunately, the other kinds of toxicity seen with amiodarone can be particularly nasty, and this drug should be used, like all antiarrhythmic drugs, when absolutely necessary. The bottom line is, is that healthcare providers are and ought to be reluctant to prescribe antiarrhythmic drugs. These drugs should be used only when arrhythmia is producing significant symptoms and is posing a threat to cardiovascular health. AV nodal blocking drugs. The medications known as AV nodal blocking drugs, beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and dejoction work by slowing the electrical signal as it passes through the AV node on its way from the atria to the ventricles. This makes AV nodal blocking drugs useful in treating supraventricular tachycardias. Some forms of supraventricular tachycardia, specifically AV nodal reentrant tachycardia and the tachycardias caused by bypass tracts require AV node to conduct electrical signal efficiently and if the AV node can be made to conduct the electrical signal more slowly, the supraventricular tachycardia simply stops. For the supraventricular tachycardia known as atrial fibrillation, AV nodal blocking drugs do not stop the arrhythmia, but they do slow the heart rate to eliminate symptoms. In fact, controlling the heart rate with AV nodal blocking drugs is often the best way to manage atrial fibrillation. ACE inhibitors, angiotensin-converting enzymes, and ARBs, angiotensin II receptor blockers, work by opening blood vessels and lowering blood pressures. These medicines can reduce the workload your heart has to do, keep your heart muscle pumping better, keep your heart failure from getting worse. Common side effects of these drugs include dry cough, lightheadedness, fatigue, upset stomach, edema, headache, diarrhea. Beta blockers. Beta blockers slow your heart rate and decrease the strength of which your heart muscle contracts in the short term. Long-term beta blockers help keep your heart failure from becoming worse. Over time, they may even strengthen your heart. Common beta blockers used for heart failure inclu- include Carvedilol, Coreg, Bisoprolol, Zebeta. And metoprolol, Toprol. do not simply abrupt, abruptly take, stop taking these drugs. This can increase the risk of angina, even heart attack. Other side effects include lightheadedness, depression, fatigue, and memory loss. Water pills and diuretics. Diuretics help your body get rid of extra fluids. Some types of diuretics may also help in other ways. These drugs are called water pills. These There are many brands of diuretics. Some are taken once a day. Others are taken two times a day. The most common types are thiazides, that's chlorothiazide, adapamide, hydro- hydrochlorothiazide, and metolazone, loop diuretics, bidetaminide, furosemide and torsamide, potassium sparing agents, amiloride, spironlactone, and triamterene. When you take these medications, you will need to take a regular blood test to test how well your kidneys are working and measure your potassium levels other drugs for heart failure. Many people with heart disease take aspirin or clodigipril which is Plavix. These drugs work to prevent blood clots from forming in your arteries. This can lower your risk of stroke or heart attack in warfarin is recommended for people with heart failure who have higher risk for blood clots. You will need to have extra blood tests to make sure your dose is correct, You also need to make changes to your diet. Drugs used less commonly for heart failure include digoxin to help increase the heart's pumping strength and slow the heart rate, hydralazine and nitrates to open up the arteries and help the heart pump better. These drugs are mainly used by people who are unable to tolerate angiotensin converting enzyme inhibitors and angiotensin uh, receptor blockers. Calcium channel blockers to control blood pressure or angina chest pain from coronary artery disease statins and other cholesterol lowering drugs are used when needed antiarrhythmic medications are sometimes used by heart failure uh, people who have abnormal heart rhythms one such drug is amiodarone another medicine lavedrine or corlandor acts to lower the heart rate and may help people with heart failure by reducing the heart's workload